Okay, so we're continuing Parashat Emor. The difficult Parashat Emor. <laughs> Yesterday we discussed how the Kohanim could not bring a Korban if they had a Mum. If the Kohen himself has a Mum. And that was not because there was actually a problem with the Kohen. Because the fact of the matter is they were allowed to eat of the Korbanot. It's because we as Am Israel, we don't want to present a Boreolam. We don't want to present uh, Boreolam with our weakest or people that don't represent the, a, the highest level of respect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Chapter 22 then talks, there are two more topics left uh, along of this topic of, uh, of uh, of Korbanot that we've that we've this tangent of service in the Mikdash yes. that we're on. Uh, one of them is that a person cannot have of the Kodashim when they are Tameh. Mm-hmm. And the other one is that the Korban you bring, the animal itself also has to be no different like the like yeah, the like uh, the Kohen has to be it's just like the Kohen has to not have a blemish, the animal cannot have a blemish as well. Okay? Yes. So we're going to learn the laws the, we're going to quickly skim through the idea that you are not allowed to have the Kodesh while you are Tameh. Uh, it's, the, the, the Sukim are a little bit cryptic, but ultimately that's the, the basic idea, is that one may not partake in the Kodesh while he's Tameh. Pasuk Aleph of the 22nd chapter. Speak to Aharon and to his sons, and they should separate from the holy items of Israel, and they shall not desecrate my name. Uh, of of the sanct of the holy, that they are making uh, are designating for me. I am Hashem. Now the problem with this pasuk is it does not say. It says speak to the children of Aaron and they should separate from the holy items and they should not desecrate. And then, well, how can you separate on, from the on, holy? Under under what circumstances do they separate? From? <laughs> so the pasuk, all the chachamim say that the pasuk. All the, all the psukim say that the psukim are leaving out the pasuk leaves out the obvious. The obvious is that it's referring to the kohen who is tameh. Okay, so that's just something you you have to you have to stick in there yourself. You when a person is tameh, they are, they should separate from the holy items that they are not supposed to eat. Pasuk three. Say. In all your generations, anybody who approaches from any of your descendants, anybody who comes close and tries to eat of the Kodashim, while he is Tameh, he will be cut off from before me, I am Hashem. So here, so here, here is telling you about the Tameh. Yeah, here it says, yes. yeah, this is that first Pasuk was, yes. was cryptic. Pasuk 4. Anybody from the descendants of Aaron. And he is, has tsara'at, or he is a zav. A kodashim lo yochal. He cannot eat of the kodesh. Ad asheritar, until he becomes pure. Vanogea bechol nevesh. Or anybody who touches something that is an impure body. Yes. O isha shetetzei menu shikvat zara. Or a man who has a seminal emission. O isha sheriga bechol sheretz asherit malo. Or anybody who touches a sheretz, one of the... Most creatures yes, that are not that an animal. That yeah, there were, are only yeah. a few creatures. Eight of them that they, they generate too much upon yes. their death. Yes. Most animals, most creatures like bugs and things like that, they are not tamed during in their death, except for the eight creatures that we mentioned. So any of those creatures, if a person touches those, 
as well, he cannot approach to eat of the Kodesh, of the, of the holy foods. Or, to any man that he may become Tametu uh, in any form of Tumah. Anybody who touches, now, I don't know what this pasuk is referring to, to be honest. Um, he has to, that means that he has to go to the mikveh. Correct. But my problem is the most recent thing we said, Oh, I understand, I understand. He's saying that anybody who touches any of these things, most of these things, the tumah is, it's a one-day tumah. Yes, that means you touch the, it, the, the evening you can... Uh, you touch you, it, you, you go to the mikveh in the evening. You are, you are, so any of these things, if you if a person touches it, he becomes tamir until the evening. And he cannot have of the kodashim until he goes to the mikveh. So how does it work? He goes to the mikveh, and, and then... then when the nightfall comes, he becomes tahor. When the sun comes down... So he can only have dinner. He cannot have lunch. Exactly. When, <laughs> in those days, he probably didn't even have dinner after dark, if you think about it. He probably had... They had two meals, so they had breakfast at like 6 in the morning, and then they had lunch at like 3 p.m., and they, they slept. No, I don't think they had, yes. they had dinner. Yes. There was no such thing. Okay. When the sun would come down, he, would come, he, he becomes pure. Meaning that's the, the process. He washes yes. his body. And then the sun comes down. And then he's pure. Then he may eat of the kodashim. For that is his meal. That is his bread. Yeah. A nevela and a trefa. He shall not eat to become tamed to it. I am Hashem. What is this pasuk talking about? Any, any animal which is already a carcass. A, yeah, right. A carcass. Animals which are... Uh, now... You find them... Uh, Practically, if you find them that they're already dead. Right. The only problem with this pasuk. But this is, that, is also for is anybody. It's not just exactly. That's the problem with the pasuk. It's not only for the for the Quran. This is for everybody. You cannot. The problem with the pasuk is that it says, a any carcass of an animal, you shall not eat to become impure, to it, and then it seems like it's talking to the Quranim because this whole paragraph is talking to the Quranim. So there is an interpretation that the Chachamim understand the halakha for this pasuk that they actually fix it around so that it only applies to the Kohanim and it, it, it's talking about a form of Tum'ah. Um, it goes like this. It says, How does a person get a Tum'ah? So there are two problems with the pasuk. First of all, how do I become Tameh from a dead animal? From a carcass, you have to touch it. By touching it, so what is it Your saying? Is here. So, so if I get if I get tamer from touching the animal, come come get the get the chair come. So if I become tamer from touching the animal, and why is it telling me that I should not become tamer by eating the animal? Oh, because you already. It's, it's a strange thing to say. Yeah, you already tamer. If so, I'm already so tamer, you already you might as well so eat it. Don't eat any carcasses because they make you tamer by eating it. It's like, what do you mean? If I touch it, I'm already Tameh. So what's, what's, the, what is te- what's the relevance of telling me to, that I'm going to become Tameh? Second problem with the Pasuk. What's a Terefa? A Terefa is whenever you slaughtered a kosher animal. And you found internally that the animal was sick. Or had a blemish. Or something that would, would, cause, would have caused it to die. Now, the problem with Terefa is that it does not cause Tum'ah. A Terefa is not, is not Tameh. Anytime you slaughter a, a cow... You want to make food out of it, and it's a kosher shachita, but then you find that it's terefa, it doesn't automatically, it's not, it not, doesn't have tumah. Only nevelot have tumah. Oh, okay, I get it. Okay, so, 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 
So, uh, yo, you, you came no, in the no, worst okay, part. Okay. No, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> We're in the middle of a very confusing I, I go back No, I, I, I get the point. It means that the terefa, the terefa is... Shechita is done. Is a kosher exactly. a in terefa, a kosher manner. manner. A terefa not, is an animal. It's not somebody that was already dead that exactly. they found in the in the exactly. in the in the street. A terefa is an animal that the shechita was done in a kosher manner, and the pasuk seems to be saying that even those you become tameh. Right, even the on. one that you did the shechita. Right, but that's it, not. But we know that not to be the halacha. We okay. know that that's not how it works. Okay. Okay. So how did the chachamim interpret this pasuk? So they said there is one animal with which you don't become Tameh when you touch it, but you do become Tameh when you eat it. And that is a bird. Bird. So they said this whole pasuk... Because you have to do it... Like, uh, uh, the reason... Um, yeah, it's the only place that they say that you can eat that. And you can uh, touch it. Right, 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 right. No, there was another thing about the way, about the way it was slaughtered. Eat. They had to tell the Kohanim specifically not to become Tameh by these birds... Because the way they would kill the birds is... Okay, you added another layer, so it made it even more confusing. But, but um, before we even get to, the, to that, that thing, okay? There's only one animal that you become tamay when you eat. That is a bird. Every other animal you, you become tamay when you touch. A bird that is of a kosher species, yes. but that died in a way that was not shakhita, can cause tumah, but only if you eat it. And then this is what the Pasuk is talking about. It says, Nevela trefa, lo tomava. You should not eat a nevela of a bird that could have become a terefa, meaning only a kosher bird could have become a terefa. So, so any bird so this that is you specifically eat, on birds. you become, yeah, it's specifically on birds, according to the Chachamim. Uh, you see how, you see how, uh, and they get a lot of birds also because a lot of, a lot of, the, a lot of, a lot are, of the people are poor, so they have yes, to bring the Quran. Yes. Uh, that's for the Ola. I don't know how, uh, maybe for the Quran Olevi Ored, which is a type of. Type of khatat. Yeah. They give always the second choice but if you're not you're the money. Anyways, um, long story short, it's a cryptic pasuk, mm-hmm. but the whole point is, according to the Chachamin, it continues the topic of a Kohen should not become Tameh and thereby should not eat of the Kodesh, of, of the Kodesh while he's Tameh. Yoram, this whole paragraph that we've been speaking about basically is telling us all the laws of what happens if a Kohen is Tameh and is telling us that that Kohen cannot eat korbanot while he is tamen. Okay. Besides for the prohibition of going into the mikdash, there's a second prohibition of eating of anything that comes out of the mikdash yes. while the person is tamen. Okay? okay? And now if a person wants to become... Now if a person wants to become pure, if they want to become pure, yes. if the Kohen wants to become pure, yes. they go to the mikveh, yes. and, and then they have to wait until nightfall for the tumah to leave. That means they cannot eat breakfast and lunch, only if they're lucky, maybe dinner. Right, I mean, they could eat food, but they just can't eat Kodesh. You know, they're not, they don't have to starve. Yeah, they just can't eat the offerings. They, in can't, the eat, they can't eat the offerings. They cannot eat the offerings. Yeah. When, when is a Kohen... The same way a Kohen is only allowed to bring an offering when he is pure, yeah, a Kohen is also only allowed to eat the offering when he's also pure. Because he has to be pure out wow. and in. Yeah. Whole, and this applies to all forms of, of holy foods. This applies to... Uh, this applies to... Offerings and supplies to Tiruma. Remember, offerings, like let's say the Korban Khatat, is an offering that's specifically brought in the Mikdash and must be eaten in the Mikdash. Yes. That we called, it had a specific name, it was called Kodshe Kodashim. Yes. Then you have Tiruma, or you have the Korban Shalamim. That you can, you can, you can take it home. It doesn't matter where you're allowed to take it home. Yes. That's called Eat Kodashim Kalim. That's lower level yes. of Kodashim. Yes. 
both of those things, a Kohen cannot eat when he's tamed. Okay, that was the whole paragraph. Veshamruet mishmarti, pasuk 9. Velo isu alav chet umetu voki yichalu, ani adonai mekadesham. They shall keep my guard of my of my sanctuary, and they should not bear sin and die through desecrating it. I am Hashem who sanctifies them. Pasuk Yud. Now we, we're going to quickly also go through all the people who, in general, are not allowed to have Kodesh because there are Kohanim who can't have Kodesh when they're Tameh. But then, is a random person allowed to have the Korbanot that are designated for the Kohanim? No. No. So we're going to go through those laws. Because Zaru lo yochal Kodesh. Anybody who's not a Kohan cannot eat of the Kodesh. Toshav Kohan v'sachir lo yochal Kodesh. Someone who lives with the Kohan in his house or someone who's a hired worker for the Kohan shall not have Kodesh. Okay? The, these are people that the Kohen, if if it's like a non-Jewish slave who the Kohen owns, <coughs> then he is allowed to eat of the Kodesh because he's li- kind whatever, of part Whatever doesn't belong or is not part of the family... The family of the Kohen? Yeah, basically, the, that's the basic rule. Whatever is not part of the family of the Kohen, like a hired worker, it just works for you. He's hired. You know? Someone who's staying at your house, he's just staying there. He's not... He's just, but a non Jewish slave it becomes part of the household. Yes, it's because so they, like you can't have it or you cannot have it. Yes, they could can, have it. Yeah. Okay, that Kohen kikne If a Kohen acquires someone, then that person is allowed to eat of the Kodesh. And anybody who is born in the Kohen's household also may have of the bread Even of the Kohen. Even if it's from the slave. Yes. Pasuk 12. Uvat Kohen kitiel ish zar, he bitrumata Kodashim. Let's say the coin has a daughter, and the daughter married out. Then, once she marries a non kohen person, she's outside the family now, so she's not allowed to have anymore. Yes. And this is the same law that we said by, um, what do we see a similar law? The... That for the mourning. Yes. If a coin wants to, to mourn for his sister, Cannot. he can only mourn for her when if she's not married. She's not married. Okay. So it's the same thing. He's only allowed to mourn. Yes. For if she's married, there is no mourning. There's no, there's no, no, no. We're talking about Kohanim that's serving in the Mikdash, yes. right? Ah, He's so not allowed. Those guys. Okay. We, yeah, we're speaking about a Kohen. Until she's, she's still a, do- a girl of the house. Nowadays, nowadays Kohanim mourn for everybody, right? Nowadays the Kohanim mourn, but they, they, the Tum'ah becoming Tameh, one is only allowed to become Tameh for father a close relative, a father, or mother, or sister who's unmarried, or daughter, or son, or brother, okay? and wife. So we saw that same law already there, where once the daughter, or the, not the daughter, once the sister marries out, then the coin is not no longer allowed to become Tamil. Married brother, that you have to. No, no, that, that's, that's, still, uh, to, yeah. that's still part of it. Okay. So same thing here, the second the girl marries out, she leaves the family, and she's no longer out. allowed to partake in the Kodesh. Now let's say she becomes, she gets uh, widowed, or divorced from her husband. And then she, in the time that she was married, did not have any kids. And then she returns back to her father's house, like her days of her youth. She may go back to eating of yes. the Turma, or of the Kodesh, or of the Holy Food. Because she didn't have any children. Because she didn't have any children, so she's not like tied up. If right? she has children... The second she has children, then there's she somebody... She's, her household is already distinct. Yes, it's separated. Yeah. Now, if a person has Kodesh by mistake, if a person eats of the food of the Kohen by mistake, do you remember what the, the punishment is? Do you remember what Korbani has to bring? Whoa, 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 whoa. I 
in this case, he brings a korban asham, and he has to pay back all of everything he ate, plus a fifth yes. extra. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. so that was his korban asham. I remember I was trying to get the korbanot asham last week, and I, I forgot them, but I remember them now. The, the, the types of korbanot asham, and I, I misspoke. I even said the wrong korban asham. There's korban asham for eating of Kodesh, eating foods that belong to Kwanim that yes. do not belong to you. Then there's a korban asham when you steal from someone and yes. you deny it. Yes, then there's a korban asham when you're... Uh, you on, one, yeah, that was the one yes, I missed, yes, remember? Yes, I missed yes, the one on Sunday. Yes. Right? Then there was a korban asham of when you're unsure if you sinned. Yes. Right? That's called asham talui. Then there's a korban asham of a mitzorah coming back into the sanctuary. And then the final korban asham was whenever the person uh, sleeps with a shifcha, with a, with a uh, maid or a non-Jewish slave... Who was half married or something and was married to. to so if you by accident, you have to pay 20% more. It's 25% more. Because if, if and you, you have take, to bring a, an extra korban on top of it. And yes. you bring a korban asham, correct. correct. You, you pay, it's 25% more, so that if you add 25% to 100, how much do you have? 125. You have 125. And how much is that 25 of 125? It's a one fifth. It's a fifth. So it's a fifth after. It's not a fifth before. Okay. And that's how they calculated fifth in the in the, in the Gemara. Yeah. So it's more. It's it's more. It's, it's, it's more than it's more than five percent more. Right. I start to calculate this on my profit. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asks you. Twenty-five percent. Twenty-five What's your fee? I'm try, I, I make my margins are twenty-five percent. Torah style. <laughs> Torah style. <laughs> no, my my margins are only a fifth. I'm cheap. After. after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they will not desecrate the Kodesh of the children of Israel that they bring to Hashem. This is just summarizing everything that anybody, they sh- none of these people should eat of the Kodesh, thereby they will not desecrate that Kodesh. And if they do, they will bear the sin of the Ashma, I don't know exactly how to translate that, when they eat of the holy foods, okay, good, for I am Hashem who, who uh, sanctifies them. Next part talks about the types of korbanot yes. that a person brings, how they have to be pure. We're going to yes. skim it because I, I do want to get to the holiday section uh, for Sunday and start there on Sunday. So it's very easy. The one, This one, you cannot bring a blemish... Uh this one, that simple, simple concept. That's an animal that has a problem. I can't bring an animal that has a broken leg. The same way that, 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 yeah. that has a problem that can cannot... The same, way, the same way a Kohen who is missing an eye yeah, can't serve in the Mikdash. But then it says here that you have to keep... The, the, you cannot take a, a mother with a daughter or... you know. The, yeah, there are other laws. And then also. you have to keep it for over Shabbat, eight days like the Brit. Correct, correct. But that's, that's a separate law that you don't bring korbanot before they're eight days old. Yes. It's like a so separate the, law. The past one Shabbat. Uh, yeah. Other laws featured in this thing, as Jacob was saying, other laws featured in this paragraph are, we do not slaughter, let's say a mother gives birth to a, a daughter, and you want to bring that girl as a korban khatat, and you want to bring the mother as a korban olah, you can't do that at the same time. You have to do them on separate days. Okay? So, and, and the... But, but, the, but the male is different. For the male, it's different because you're not sure it's the father. Yes. That's, it's like a practical thing. Wow. You only know the mother of the, of the animal. These animals, they're, they're not... Ah, they're, they go around too much that you, you don't just, know... Really, what you just said is incredible. What, it, 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 the, you're not sure of the father. Right, I heard that last night, to be honest. Wow. I heard that from a rabbi who was teaching, wow. who was teaching wow. Kumash and Rashid. Wow. He said one of the reasons, because how do you know who the father is? Yes, correct. Animal. You know, these, these animals the, are always... They're always, around. yes. Exactly. So it's only relevant for the mother. 
Somebody brings a korban for a vow or or a generous donation that they bring to for an olah. They can bring whatever they want, but it has to be pure. Zahar babakar For olah, it has to be as we said. Olah has to be always male. Okay. Anything that has a blemish, you shall not bring. For it will not be desired from you. Anybody brings a shilamim for Hashem. For shilamim, you could bring. I think you could bring male or female. So it should be pure. It doesn't say it should be male because only Allah must always be male. Uh, it should be pure, and it should not have any blemish. These are all the different types of blemishes. That you cannot bring those. Pasuk twenty-three. Also, other blemishes you should not bring. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to donate these things to the mikdash. Yes. I mean, they're worth something, so you're allowed to just give it as a donation to mikdash. But they even cannot you're not, be. Even, even though you're not, you're not doing right. The, uh, you're allowed to don- you donate anything to the mikdash, right? Yes. So you could donate these things if you want to the mikdash. You just don't. Uh, you don't. Uh, you don't no, bring that. You just bring. Don't bring them as korbanot. Uh, these are all different types of blemishes. Mm-hmm. And don't bring from a non-Jew also, meaning you would have thought that a non-Jew could bring a, 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 uh, a korban that has a blemish, because for a non-Jew, the standards may be lower. No, even from a non-Jew, from a ben nechar, from a non-Jewish person, you can, they could bring korbanot, yes. but they have to have the same standards of, of standards. Okay? Yeah. Because they have, a, they have a mum, and they are not desired by the better of Shalom. When you have a, uh, this is, uh, by the way, this is uh, very uh, important uh, Torah readings right here. When you have an, a, a, uh, ox. an ox or a sheep, sheep or, a goat. or a goat when it's born, it has to be seven days under its mother, meaning you have to keep it for seven days before you bring it as korban. And only from the eighth day and on, you could bring it as a korban. This is very similar to the laws Same of, of Brit Mila, right here, where for seven days, the child is designated to Hashem only. And you can only adopt the child and name him as your own once one Shabbat has to pass. Once once the seven days have passed and you did the Brit Milah showing that you designated the child for Hashem. It's almost like it's a beautiful thing that we only name the child after the Brit Milah. Because we're showing that we're only claiming the child as our own only once we designated the child for Hashem already. Beautiful. Okay. You get the concept? Okay. Uh and an ox and a sheep it and its son you should not slaughter in one day it's referring to actually it and its daughter um, what about the girl and its son Do you, and the, the, the female and its son can you slaughter those on the same day? I don't think so it's only talking L- about look up, maybe look up in the notes I, have to, I, I'm, 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 I cannot 29, it should be in Pasuk 28 29 when you bring a Toda for Hashem, you could bring as much as you want. You could bring Shilamims. You could, uh, uh, you could bring... It says, it says, this only refers to mother and young. That mother is, and young. Yes. Okay, so it's a daughter or son. Yes. Mother and daughter or son, you cannot bring them in yes. the same... Because thing. the mother, they know the mother, who's the mother. Because you, I think, that's yes, what I heard last the, night. Yes, that makes sense. It, it does make a lot of yes. sense. How are you going to know who the father is? Yes. Okay. On that day, you should be eaten. Do not leave of it until the morning. I am Hashem. This is the laws of the Korban Toda of Shilamim, which we saw before. You should keep my mitzvot and do them. I am Hashem. You should not do chilul Hashem, and you should sanctify me amongst Bnei Israel. I am Hashem. I should be sanctified amongst Bnei Israel. I am Hashem. 
Side note, this is where the laws of Kiddush Hashem come from. All the laws of Kiddush Hashem, including the laws that apply to when a person has to sacrifice his own life on behalf of God. There are laws for that. I'm the one who took you out of Egypt to be for you, God. I am Hashem. Always it keeps on saying, I am the one yeah. who took you out of Egypt. Yeah, so we just stole all of our Moshe's oh. class. But we got at least until the, the part of the uh, holidays. Rabbi, 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 Rabbi.